Welcome to C-Suite Radio. It's time for another edition of the Brett Allen Show. It's go time, you and me. Join us weekly for the latest pop culture interviews from your favorite TV shows, movies, comedians, and so much more. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, felt good. Plus, you never know who will drop by. What happened here was a miracle. Now, here is your host. I said, throw down, boy. Welcome to tonight's main event. Brett Allen. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of The Brett Allen Show. We're heading into a long weekend, and what a perfect opportunity to have this conversation. We are talking all things Archer uh, Season 13, which is airing now on FX and I FXX. Um, sounds like I'm cussing uh, in front of my child and trying to cover stuff up. Uh, we're chatting with one of the stars, uh, Amber Nash, who plays... The, uh, this show is just so smart. Uh, Pam Poovey, uh, thank you so much for your time. Of course. Thanks for having me. Well, 13 seasons is huge for anything, uh, especially for an animated series. But really, like, I, you know, this show is so good. I was about a season or two behind to the start. And then now I've been following it in real time. And you guys announced that you guys had another season coming. How does it feel to sort of had the longevity for this? And to just have something that is so smartly written, uh, just have such continued success. It's amazing. I think that, you know, in the beginning, like with every show, we didn't know how it would go or how it would be received. And um, we got lucky that people loved it and that FX stuck with us, you know, like it might not have had as long of a, a longevity as it's had if we hadn't had that time in the beginning to really get rolling, you know? And so it's so special. Like, I still can't believe that it's 13 seasons. I, it's bonkers. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys are giving Grey's Anatomy a run for their money as far as <laughs> your, your show's way better. I think if we're being honest, but thank you. <laughs> they're like on their 29th hundred season or something like that. Uh, <laughs> but it's just so smartly written and you know, it's, it's satirical. It's smart. It's stylized. I mean, it's kind of dirty a little bit. There's just a lot going on. Um, I want to wind the clock a little bit and just kind of talk about what sort of attracted you to the project and and how you sort of became involved with it. Because it, I mean, it it started off a little bit slow and then really caught fire, uh, and now it's just you know on and on and on successful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, honestly, what attracted me to the project is that it was a job. Like I was like, oh, you want to <laughs> okay. put, put me on a TV show? Like, hell yeah, I'm there. So I was super stoked. I mean, before Archer, I'd done a few um, voice jobs, like doing stuff for Cartoon Network. And I, I had been on Frisky Dingo with the same yeah. guys. And uh, it was just a dream come true. I was like, oh my God, I would have done any show, but luckily I got put on Archer, which I became a fan of, um, like everybody, you know, kind of watching it as it came out and getting to know the show and the characters and my character and Pam really blossoming. Like you said, it kind of was a slow start, particularly for Pam. Like, I don't think she was supposed to be there for much longer than a season. And okay. then she became like so important to the show because I think what was happening is that Adam would be like, oh, we need somebody to do this. We'll give it to Pam. We need somebody to do this. We'll give it to Pam. And then 
after a while, I was like, oh my God, Pam can do anything. Like she's, she's totally unstoppable. And so that's how she became the Pam we love today. Yeah. I mean, even for an animated series, you definitely see these characters evolve. You know what I mean? And it's not like lowbrow humor, really. It's very smartly written. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> and uh, it just, it's really good. You know what I mean? I'm, I i can't wait till my eight-year-old's old enough to be able to watch <laughs> this, um, uh, you know, and sort of be able to appreciate other things. I mean, we've got a ways to go, but yeah. Uh, sure. um, but I, I also like your honesty and the fact that, you know, you just needed work and you were kind of, doing things. I mean, even Frisky Dingo was really smartly written too, you know, uh, going back into the early 2000s. So when you are sort of working on this and you get these scripts, do you, are you recording with others locally in the same studio or is it all done remotely uh, now these days, even before COVID, you know, just kind of, how does it work for you? Because I know it's different for everybody, especially yeah. when you're doing these animated projects. Yeah. Um, the way we do it now is the way we've always done it, even before COVID. And it's that I go into a studio that's in Atlanta. It's not at where they make, it's not at Floyd County, like where they make the show. It's just a studio that they rent. It's often different places. So I'm like, where are we at today? And they're just like, we'll rent a place that has space. Um, and when I go in, I'm there with the producers and the showrunner and the director and maybe some editors, but um, I'm by myself in the booth. Like they're on the other side, uh, sitting and giving me notes and eating snacks and I'm in the booth by myself. And I'll I'll see Lucky um, because he's also in Atlanta. So he'll usually either be there before or after okay. me and anybody else that they've got that's from Atlanta that, that are doing guest roles will be there, but we never work together. We all live in separate cities. And so, um, yeah, it's it, it's it's the cheapest way to do it, I think is probably why we've always done it that way. And it's easy <laughs> and it's fast. I mean, like I'll go in and granted, Pam doesn't have like the most lines. Like if it was Aisha or John, obviously they'd probably be there longer because they usually have more lines. But I'll usually be there for like an hour. And that's like once every like three weeks when we're in production. So I don't have to go to work very often. <laughs> that's funny. Um, yeah, but I mean, I, I imagine it's just a lot of fun overall. How much of you do you have in this character, Pam? Like how much of your persona are you able to sort of put into it? Sort of, do you have any, you know, connections to her, anything that you go, oh, you know, I could see myself being this way. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's a lot, but yeah. maybe you do. I don't know. Every, I think some people do when they're creating characters, either even sort of the weird stuff or the bad stuff. Yeah. You know, not like a psychopath, a classic yeah. example, like his mom always thought he was a wonderful child, but you know, you know what I mean? Just like, do you get to put yourself into it a little bit? Yeah, I think so. Like, I mean, I, I, I think the best actors are actors that find the character in themselves. Like yeah. you, you're not just going from nothing. Like you've got to have some kind of connection to whatever kind of character you're playing. And in the beginning, I think the character was very much written as Pam and that goes for all the characters. But I think that as Adam got to know us better, he kind of started writing all the characters more for the actors. Cause I mean, gosh, he, he wrote the first Adam Reed, the creator, he wrote the first 10 seasons. And so he got to know us all really well. And like, one of the things that I say in real life is ding dongs. It's one of my favorite things to call people. <laughs> and so that started to make its way into episodes. And um, I think that, I would like to believe that Adam realized that I was capable of more and that the character was capable of more. And that's how I 
kind of started to get more stuff and the characters started to grow. Like, I wish I was as much of a badass as Pam, but I am totally not. <laughs> Especially now that I'm like, you know, 13 years older than I was when I started playing the character. Like, man, there's no way I could keep up with Pam. But I've always been like one of the boys. I've always had like a, like a dirty mouth. And so those are definitely things from my life that I can, you know, pull from for, for Pam. Yeah, well, I think FX is definitely the best network for this to be on because of um, some of the things that they say and do. And and really, I you know, I think they're just kind of saying some things that people think or doing some things, you know, the office water cooler gossip, you know, to sort of the little more uh, raunchy side of things. But it's done in good taste, I think, which, you know, I think you go, oh, this is funny. And this is smart, you know, not, yeah. as I mentioned, like lowbrow humor. Um, I mean, I don't know, maybe even that might be okay a little bit. You're totally right. That's, I mean, that's what I say all the time is the reason we are, we get to be as dirty as we are is because the show's smart. So we've earned it by the time we get there. And it just, it, it doesn't raise as many eyebrows because when something's just dirty for the sake of being dirty and isn't smart, it's, that's bad comedy. And everybody knows it when they see it. It's lazy. I think, you yeah. know what I mean? As a comedian, even you know, when kind of bridging the gap to like maybe a standup, when you see them on stage and, you know, you're like, okay, this is funny, but I don't know, maybe they're just working out new material. Yeah, That was a key for me to learn a long time ago is if I'm going to go see somebody in a club, they're definitely working on something. You know what I mean? You get that. But, or if it's just pure raunch, you're like, I think this is a little lazy, you know, yeah, maybe. totally. I don't know. I don't have, I think it takes a lot of humility and a lot of whatever to get up and do anything that you folks do, but I get it. You know what I mean? Um, it kind of reminds me, have you seen We Bear Bears or Solar Opposites maybe, or sort of some of these, you know, crossing swords on Hulu? It's just very smart, yeah. raunchy humor. Seth yeah. Green said it that way. He's like, it's just smart and we can do it because it's good. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And it's not really a bridge too far. Um <laughs> So you must just have a blast working on the show because it's so much fun. I can't oh my God. not be. Yeah, it's so fun. Like we have, I'm so, it's like a dream come true, really. Like the fact that I get to do it. And, you know, I was joking about how I don't have to go to work very often. And I wish I could. Like, I love being in the booth. I love playing the character. I love being with the guys and, and doing what we do. And, you know, I don't get to see the cast very often because we all live in separate cities. So like when we're all together, that's so much fun. And it's a totally different energy when we're all together that we only get to give like panel audiences, you know, or if we're somewhere like if we're at the Emmys together or something. So people don't get to see like that's not part of making the show. Unfortunately, it's part of promoting the show. Um, but yeah, we have a blast. It's it's really a dream. Yeah, I saw even your posts from Comic-Con and stuff. Just people. It's a very like. It's interesting because having gone to these cons and you watch these shows and there's you just have a super dedicated fan base you know what i mean yeah and that has to be great you know what i mean to just show up to these things and have people fawn over the fact that you know you guys have just created such a smart show yeah. and they know the deep cuts right they do you have people try and quote lines to you at these oh events my God. yeah <laughs> people know so much more about the show than i do like people ask questions and i'm like 
dude, I don't even know what you're talking about. You clearly know the answer to this because you know so much more about the show. Because, I, you know, I've watched every episode once. And there's yeah. fans that have literally watched every episode, like, lots of times and know how it all works together. And it's amazing how much the fans know. And, you know, what's really cool, too, is, like, after so many years we've been on the air, we've definitely lost some people, like, that weren't going to stick around forever. Because I get sure. that. I don't w- love to watch a show forever and ever. Um, and so the people that have really stuck with us it's like, man, they it's it's just super special. Yeah. And the other thing, too, that I think is really cool is like most of the press you do, if not all, is really sort of geared towards people who are fans of the show and can talk about it intelligently. Right. Which I yeah. think is cool. You know, I mean, because it's one thing to do something if you're plugging it, but then to really be able to sort of go, OK, this person has at least watched it and knows what they're talking about. I mean, everybody's great on this show and this I'm excited to see where it takes us. Uh, for the rest of the season. I want to switch gears here as we kind of wrap and talk about some of the things that you have going on, um, how to ruin the holidays, which you are the lead in and executive produced. And you star alongside Colin Mockery, which he's been on the show before. Uh, let's talk about this. Aisha Taylor, Henry Zabrowski, Luke Davis. Uh, what can people expect when they get a chance to see this? What Whatever yeah. you can share. Yeah, sure. Oh my gosh. We had so much fun making the movie and um, being with Colin. He's, as you know, like the nicest, most genuine, like really funny, great guy to be around. So he plays my dad. Um, I'm a struggling comedian that goes home for the holidays and my family's a shit show, like a lot of families. (laughs) Um, And my character has that, right? Exactly. My character has um, a brother with special needs and that kind of changes the family dynamics. And um, it's, it's a really fun, sweet, but also dirty, but smart um, holiday movie. Uh, we like to say it's like Little Miss Sunshine meets Bad Santa. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be really fun. We we It will probably be out next Christmas. So don't forget about it. But the best thing that people can do to find out more is to just follow us on social media. So we're um, at How to Ruin the Holidays on Twitter and Instagram. And we're also on TikTok. And we've got a bunch of really fun videos from Colin on TikTok. He's really funny. But, you know, one of the things that I found fascinating about him is when we were talking like. He's I don't want to say he's very serious about his craft, you know what I mean? Like totally you expect. Well, we had Brad Sherwood on and he was just cracking jokes the entire time. But it's just interesting to talk to these people, even yourself, where you kind of get to see the other side of things and really, you know, because you do a lot of other things too, you know, you're, you're doing improv and all of that sort of thing. Um, I want to ask one last question when you're doing press and you're just talking to people in general, are you able to flip things on and off pretty easily and just kind of be your natural self or do press or people sort of expect you to be a certain way because you are funny, you know, and that sort of thing. That's such a great question. I think that anytime you're like, like facing an audience of any kind, you know, whether it's online or at a panel where there's hundreds of people, like you have to kind of be on. Um, But I do think that for myself personally, because I'm older, like if I had, if I had gotten this show when I was like 19, I don't know how I would be able to manage it. Uh, But because (laughs) I was like a fully formed human being when Archer started, like I was an adult. And so I really do feel like I can be myself and I I don't have to like, you know, I'm not, it's not a, 
character that people are getting, it is like more energy and it's more like, here we go, but it's definitely who I am. And, and because I do improv, I've been on stage, you know, for 25 years. And so I'm pretty used to being in front of people, but getting to be myself and not have to say anything other than what I'm thinking. Um, so yeah, it's pretty fun. I, I think that's why people connect with me is because they're just like, oh, she's just a regular person. Um, so whenever people get like kind of like starstruck, I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm such a normal, regular person, you know? Yeah. And for a lot, it can be very polarizing for them too, you know, because if you just, I mean, there's obviously the level of respect and professionalism that's sure. a mutual given, obviously, but like, because what we see on TV is definitely not necessarily what we see in person. Yeah. Uh, and I think we kind of get this perception of that, you know, unless you're talking to like Joel McHale, then he's just that way all the time. And that guy <laughs> yeah. is on 24 yeah. seven. Um, yeah. He says, I drive my wife crazy, but, uh, or even with Colin, it's like, you know, we're not running bits at the dinner table or washing dishes. Yeah. We're just being ourselves. Well, everybody, please be sure to watch uh, Archer on FX and FXX, uh, the highly anticipated season 13. And of course, our special guest, Amber, uh, who stars as Pam Poovey, and then all the other great projects, Frisky Dingo, uh, the list goes on and on. Um, are you done with the cons right now or are you still have a few more left to go? Um, I don't have any coming up, but we usually go to New York Comic Con. I don't even know if that's happening this year because everything's just kind of slowly getting rolling again. You know, we just had San Diego back this year. Yeah. So um, I don't have any coming up, but I'm, I'll, I'm sure I'll be at one soon. Awesome. Well, Amber, thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much. It was fun. Thanks for listening and being a part of today's conversation. Thank you! If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. It's absolutely free. A major proportion. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. And remember, we care. <laughs>